0: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Hi, everyone. Hi, Freaky Fam. I'm Jordan, the host of the Horny Housewife Podcast. Welcome back. If you're new here, I'm so fucking glad you are here. This is the podcast, essentially the co-ed locker room, if you will. Men, women invited here, we talk all things better sex, marriage, the evolution of sex in marriage, and I always love answering your listener questions, so keep them coming. For the first time in the history of ever on this show, I am following up on a listener question from last week. I asked the men specifically to give me insight and perspective. A young woman reached out saying she found her boyfriend. I'm just going to call him Jared because he just, I feel like he's a Jared passed out with the phone that the porn was on the phone. The semen is in a tissue. Yes, she told me she wrote tissue. And I'm sure I would have wanted to just slap him across the face or throw water on him. Something, something, I don't know, maybe not. She's like, should this hurt my feelings? He knows I hate it. I mean, he could have at least turned the fucking phone off and cleared his history and thrown the fucking tissue and flushed it down the toilet. But Jared has no consideration for other people at this point. Personally, it doesn't sound very promising. If you want to hear my response, that's in last week's episode going over like maybe her managing her expectations and is porn really a big deal? I know I don't want to be told I'm not allowed to watch porn, you know, so I could see how for certain couples, certain people, it could be problematic. I go into that in last week's episode, but I specifically said, guys, hit me up and just tell me your thoughts. So pause the show, go back and listen to last week's episode. It's about butt play. You'll really like it. You'll get my scoop and my take on Jared who couldn't get up and flush the tissue. But here's what the men had to say. I wanted to just get this out in the beginning of the episode. The ladies are dying to hear it. You've let me know that. So let's go. Okay. So in the DMs, so following the question regarding a male myself perspective on porn, I wanted firstly to say that you are more or less there by saying it's a visual aid when masturbating. I find that I do fantasize around 40% of the time Then, porn is used when I feel tired and mentally drained. Sometimes I do a mix of both. As shared before, I would love to be in a cuckold dynamic with my wife and she knows that she has the sexual freedom. However, she has said she won't exercise this. So I do look at that category of porn to help stimulate my fantasy as well as many of my kinks with many of my kinks. So I think porn as well as being just a visual is also a way to stimulate our fantasies that we cannot fulfill in reality helps manage those cravings or kinks. If that makes sense, not all cases are we interested in the individual, but more of the activity that's being carried out on screen. I usually look for resemblance to my wife to help give the proper angst feeling hopes this helps. I thought that was a super cool, transparent, open and honest answer. And I also think that there was a lot of truth to that and a great perspective of how, for instance, if Something, you know, new is exciting, right? And men are very visually stimulated. I know women are and can be too, very much so. But I think generally speaking, we know men to be very visual people. So they just go hand in hand. Now, For certain personalities, do I think that this could become problematic because you are now telling the brain like this is the norm? And then if that doesn't translate in the bedroom, how you could then be dependent on seeing something that you're not having and you're not able to climax. So you just have to see how things are directly affecting your relationship and your sex life. And if it is negative, then you would... Course correct, you know, and if you don't or can't, then that says something. But again, this all has to do with what type of person you are, what type of personality and relationship and communication style, etc., kinks, what you're into. It just varies. It varies from person to person, obviously. I liked what he shared because I thought for women to maybe have a different view on it of like not something that they need to take super personal. And I could see how that could make a woman feel insecure, but like, Oh my God. So I'm not giving that to him. So he needs to go fucking see it over there. Like for instance, anal, say you are not, you have no desire to give him your butthole. And he likes to watch that porn. Do I sometimes feel a little itty bitty cynical? And is this maybe sad, but I'm like, better that than him going on a butthole hunt. And I understand that that's fucked up and like, oh, okay. So we need to, you know, give a OB so they don't step out and be a piece of shit because we shouldn't be applauding men for being loyal. That's like part of commitment. If you are committing to a known between you both monogamous relationship, you're a piece of shit if you're cheating because you don't have to sign up to do it get out of it. I know so many people are like, wait, it's not that simple. Not that simple. Not that simple, especially with marriage. And I know, but I mean, God, I think honesty is even more respectable. Fucking telling the person like, Hey, this isn't working. I have eyes for other people. I just think there are so many things you could do before getting to that point. But moving on. Okay. I had another email. Hi, Jordan. I am a first time listener. The show today was the first time. So far, love it. I'm hooked. Yes, I'm a male. You wanted to have a male perspective on porn and masturbating while in a relationship. I will tell you that my ex-wife and past girlfriends actually wanted me to watch porn and jack off so she could watch me and she would get off too. At first, I was like, hmm, is this a trap? But I'm open and honest. So I was like, okay. And when we do it, she would get super hot and bothered. She would start touching herself. And then we're both, before you know it, squirming, moaning together. Turned out it was a kink for us. We fed on each other's heat watching and embracing ourselves. He he goes on for a second. But I think the point, the point was, is that it actually turned into something that they found as a couple that they enjoy doing together. So I think that sometimes maybe we can view self-pleasure like from an, excuse me, an insecure place where we think it takes away from us getting in when really it can be such a beautiful experience shared together and it's hot and occasionally incorporating into your sex life instead of the same old thing. You know, why not? Why fucking not? This is a, perfect example of using porn to add to your sex life and relationship and not take away for some slight comic relief i will share an experience i was 19 i was 19 20 years old dating the original fuckboy is that episode i could share some stories about him and we were in my parents movie room if any of my family's listening which you shouldn't be cuz i've asked you not to uh, turn it off. <laughs> You're going to want to turn it off. So we were in the, my parents' TV room. This is fucked up. Movie room. And no, we weren't. Pfft, back up. It's okay. We were at a motel, a disgusting, cheap motel. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was like staycation. And we were like drunk and about to fuck. And we're like, oh, there's porn on the cable just porn on there. We didn't order it. It was just there. And so I'm like, okay, just let it play. It really fits the aesthetic of where we're at and what we're doing. But I do remember at one point my head being moved out of the way because I was, in a, I was obstructing a view. I was obstructing the TV screen. And it was a little frustrating because I'm like... <laughs> hurt me, but I I do think I was terribly insecure. And I think he was a fucking douchebag because he could have been a lot smoother about repositioning me. It was like a real like gink get out of the way. And that's that's a no-no. So if you have douchey tendencies, make sure you're not like sliding her head over, it's very, very obvious. It's very, uh, you know, you need to really work on your peripheral view. You got to have a nice focus of watching it and getting turned on and then turning to each other. You can't just be, she can't just be a blow up doll, essentially. That's not going to fly. That'll be the first and last time you do that together. So that's just my, (laughs) me two cents. Really me having your back is what it is. It's me having your back. Okay, ladies, I'm going back to giving you what the men said as far as why they pleading their case, why they do this. One man said that he has an uncommonly high libido. His wife has a very low libido, and to the point where he would be doing it a couple of times a day. And she's more of a once a weeker. They've been together 17 years. That must be difficult. For her because regardless of who wants it multiple times a day and who could be DTF for it, I could see how that could put a lot of stress on the other partner. And I could see from both sides of how that could be difficult. Anyways, they said he said that they have had a lot of a series of brutally honest conversations that have saved their marriage. When it came to sex, aside from finding a way to solve our libido non-match situation, the two big topics we spent a long time on were masturbation and porn. Most people think porn is a necessity for masturbation and that is not always the case. That's a great point that I hope... I hoped everyone knew and should know, and we need a whole fucking episode on masturbation. How does that sound? Okay, continuing on, I watch porn because I like to watch some of the fetishes that are not up for doing in my relationship, like the first gentleman said, and because I like to watch other people having sex that I masturbated while watching wasn't always a guaranteed event. My wife, on the other hand, would masturbate instead of having sex with me. So our shock of me walking in on her masturbating after I was in the office masturbating while watching porn, led to a very good chat in which we found out that because it takes her a long time to climax, she thought I, A, would not want to have sex with her and B, wanted sex. But because of our libido difference, she didn't want a marathon sex session that I like. She wanted me to get her off and then move on with her night. At the end of the day, we came to a very good agreement. I tell her what I'm doing and she has three options. Say, don't do that. Come have sex with me instead. Say, I don't feel like having sex. Go do your thing. Or three, say, I don't feel like having sex, but I would like to masturbate. Let's masturbate mutually. Watch it, right? Since we have that setup, we have added four where I invite her to watch porn and watch me masturbate. I was pretty surprised that she will often take that option. And then in the middle of the night, she ends up touching herself to orgasm and then asks me to have sex with her. So I think, well, I mean, this was very open and honest. I appreciate the long, detailed response really gives the listeners the 411. And it just shows how definitely communicating with your partner about any grievances, any fantasies, just things that you haven't shared that you want to share. It's worth it. It's worth the uncomfortable convo. And obviously, it takes a willing partner because if the person's not willing, then you're not going to get any intentional about it because then you're going to be like dragging someone through the fucking mud. So that's where it starts with that difficult conversation. And ladies listening who they don't like when their partner does this or got God forbid, they search that shit and they found it and they're like, what the fuck is he watching? I think... Especially if you're married, have the conversation. You have you're married to the fucking dude. You're gonna start hating his guts. You're gonna start closing off sex, sexually. You're gonna just clam up like a dry clam on the beach with no more moisture. You don't want that. You don't want that. And ladies, being a lady, I know when we just shove that shit in, that's what will start to happen. You will just, you're chipping away at yourself. You're putting chains on yourself. Okay. Set yourself free, sister. Say it. You have to fucking say it. You will kick yourself in the butt if you don't, or you're basically choosing not the relationship in that moment. So, because you're only distancing yourself from the kind of relationship that you want. Sound of the marijuana escaping my. Ma- Are we allowed to do? Am I allowed to do that? That's the coolest thing about the podcast is that I can do whatever I want. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I can. Okay, someone's like, "No, you can't, bitch." No, I don't think you can. I do know that I do hit my legal marijuana pen in the state of Washington, where it is recreationally legal a lot whilst recording a podcast episode. And by the end of it, I am just fine and dandy and toasty. And I think these episodes are always like wine in 45 minutes and it just gets better and better and better. And the beginning was always kind of like, whoa, where is she? Calm her down. Someone tranquilize her a little bit. She's just guns ablaze and doesn't know where to go. I feel like I'm not someone with a lot of filler. I I know this is a lot of empty, mindless, you don't give a fuck filler, but I most of the time get to the point. So you know what the point of this is? It's time for la 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 listener questions. P.S. If you're new and you're like, oh, I have a fucking question that I would like to hear your opinion on that may or may not be cool for me. I may fucking hate it. I may really love it. You can go to my website, thehornyhousewifepodcast.com to submit anonymously. You click the confess and request tab or go on my Instagram at underscore thehornyhousewifepodcast. DM me, promise to keep you anonymous. Sometimes I do make up random names that I feel are fitting based on the judgmental-ness in my brain. But in the DMs, I can get a lot of context, you know, if I have any follow-up questions. So that's cool, too. That's cool. First question, it's kind of like a clusterfuck of questions. Um, But the person said, as a little background, my wife and I have been trying to get pregnant for about two years, the constant string of fertility tests. Ovulation timing and vitamins have made things seem much more clinical and less fun. Since becoming a listener, you've taught me a lot of good things, particularly how to sex to my wife better and how to improve my fingering skills. I'd really appreciate it if you covered the right way to perform oral. I've never had a very high skill set, but I would love to up my game. Okay, so I am just going to give you all that I can. It might not be that much, but then I am definitely going to point you in the right direction. I promise. So I would say as far as my opinion on the fertility stuff, and basically y'all have an end goal. You're trying to get pregnant. Obviously I, not obviously, I just want to put it out there, that I don't know how she feels and that I know there are women out there that do know how she feels. And I feel like with certain circumstances, like being a mother in general, or grief, or certain emotions, feelings, experiences, it's best to get advice from someone, or they take it better when that person can relate and really know what they're feeling. But I will just give my thoughts because you asked. So my suggestion is because I can see and empathize with how, with how that would be hard, difficult, and really suck the sexy out of it. Because like you said, it's getting clinical. Now there's point. She doesn't even, she probably feels like a fucking lab rat. You know, like she's getting all these shots. She probably doesn't feel like herself or she definitely doesn't feel like herself. Her hormones are doing crazy fucking shit. She's probably dealing with the emotions of that. No, she is dealing with the emotions of that, as well as all the psychological that comes with it. And then wondering like, why couldn't this go this way? And everyone has different feelings and we all handle and process things differently. So obviously I would think communicating with her and seeing where she, like, is she open? Is she vulnerable with you? Does she come to you and lean on you and cry to you and use you as emotional support? You know, that's great if she does, but is she the opposite? Does she internalize it? Does she close up? You know, that's going to affect her and both of those ways, but especially internalizing it can really dry up the nether regions and that depression that anxiety or whatever you want to call it will manifest itself and sometimes it takes you away it closes you off your energy you literally energetically feel like you are vibrating at a lower And due to this situation, I will have to say, I'm cheer the man on and really being her rock, her soldier through this. She's trying to bring you her fucking spawn, Like she's doing everything she can to make this happen. And as a woman, we feel like, okay, this is what we were put on this earth to fucking do. And then for that not to go as planned or how you wanted it can fuck you up, can fuck you up. And I've seen friends go go through that. I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. I also have a lot of friends who have had very successful journeys with this, like best decision they ever made, have beautiful babies and got to pick the gender. And I was really jealous. That sounds terrible. Is that bad? I don't know. But my suggestion would be to get intentional about making, carving out time that sexy time that isn't about this mo the intention behind what you're doing. Like say you need this for your relationship, for your marriage, you two deserve it. And I would hope that she would agree with that, that she deserves to have time to feel sexy, to make herself look good, feel good, go do something she likes doing with you and get in the mood, get in that atmosphere, change it up. Like staycation time, ask her what she needs Make sure she doesn't feel like you're just coming to her with a complaint and be like, I need more of this. And this feels shitty right now. You know, that's no, don't do that. That's not nice. But I think making her feel amazing, supported, loved, and coming to her and saying, hey, I hope you know you can lean on me. Talk to me. I think we deserve this. I know there's so much pressure on us, on you. And let's get away for the weekend. Something like that. Now to your question of oral. Because on that weekend getaway, you are gonna need to eat her fucking pussy. If you wanna be a giving, loving man so that this girl feels really fucking good, then that's what you need to do is eat her pussy. I commend you for your willingness and that you are like, I wanna be better at this. I don't feel like I you don't feel like you have a high skill set. First of all, let's delete that sentence. Let's get that. Out of our head. That's no longer the internal dialogue. You are no longer the guy that thinks he kind of, you know, isn't that great at eating pussy. Delete. Control, Alt, delete. Your new morning mantra, your new morning affirmation in the mirror, in the shower, in the mirror, okay? You are going to say, I get better at eating pussy every fucking day. And then in 30 days, you're going to say, I eat pussy. I eat pussy really fucking good. Say it in the mirror. If you don't believe it yet, I don't care. And you're going to keep saying it. And it's going to come true, Kyle. It's going to come true. Now I'm not a man and I am not eating pussy. So I know there's some people probably disappointed by me saying that, but no. So... I am going to tell you what I enjoy, what I think makes a guy good at it, and obviously I'm going to direct you in the right direction of where you can learn more because I'm not going to be the expert teacher in this. So first off, I'll say work your way down there. Be gentle, okay? I would start off gentle, and I think that doesn't mean timid, does not mean timid, Okay. But you don't want to go into aggressive and read about these techniques that have some nibbling involved or like aggressive behavior, which if you know how to do right is so fucking hot and delicious and amazing and it's well received by many <laughs> but you have to feel her out and her sensitivity level and her clit because you don't want to fucking hurt her. You don't want a toothy blowjob. You know what I mean? That you're like, "Eh." you know, if she's sucking your dick and you like it, that's great. But once she's hurting you, you know, it's just taking away from the experience. So her clit is very sensitive. You know that we know that, you know that I'm not calling you dumb. Just giving the warning label, the surgeon's general <laughs> warning on pussy eating. I would have to say I really love the kissing on the thighs, the grazing, incorporating finger in the whole come hither G spot, strokey wokey, or grab a toy while licking the clit. I like firm pressure. you got to find out what she likes for the friction. Now with your tongue, yeah, don't be don't be afraid, okay? Go in with the pressure, okay? Go in with the pressure. And and women, girls listening, don't just moan and give a whole performance the whole time of moaning. Moan when he's doing something right so he can stay on the right path. But again, I'm answering Kyle, right? I'm calling him Kyle. Kyle's question, he wants to get better, making out with the clit, making out with the pussy putting your tongue in the hole, licking her fucking asshole while you're down there. Don't be afraid, Kyle. And when you're making out with the clit, making out with the pussy, don't be afraid. You know, when you're making out with someone's face and you kind of like suck their bottom lip in or lip and a lip in a little nibble, you can do that too. If you don't know how to do the nibble, don't fucking try on your first time. Okay. I want this to go well for you. I want this to go well for you. But try a little sucking in of the pussy, meat, clit, area. God, I feel like a horrible teacher right now. Also, I don't know if men are writing our names. I need to have Derek on the podcast and ask him to detail, explain how he eats pussy because I'm just going to say it. I shouldn't say this, but he is fantastic at it. One of the reasons that I walked down the aisle it was definitely on the top 5 reasons <sighs> excuse me i will say that this is going to be a journey and it can be a fun journey she should really fucking enjoy it if since you're so willing i'm assuming you're enthusiastic about it i really think that's great don't be afraid to incorporate toys hands i would say let's start with the hands let's get you know the basics at hand And those fingers can go in her vagina or her butthole. And she's going to obviously be the one giving permission for the access to those tunnels. But I'd go ahead and ask. Maybe you already know the answer. If you're married... Yes. You know, you fucking know. So if she's down, she's fucking down and that's just going to make it that more enjoyable. And if she doesn't want you to penetrate her asshole with your finger, you can still rubby, dubby, dub. If you're eating her out and you're also tapping lightly, rubbing her ass, it's going to fucking feel good. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and bet that there is a 99.9% chance that she's going to thoroughly enjoy that. That concludes my answer to this question. But you did ask for references. So I thought that this would be the perfect opportunity to talk about Beducated.com. The Freaky Fam knows new people and about to rock your world. And if you already know, let's just pull the curtain back and really see what a course is like on Beducated.com. If you don't know, they are the Netflix of sexual wellness, okay? It's an online course platform. You take courses. There's so many to choose from. And for instance, there's Eating Out Pussy, Cunnilingus, The Art of Eating Pussy, and you go into it, right? There are videos. You are literally seeing a man eat a woman's pussy. We're going over technique. And you're getting to see a visual as well. So obviously like it can be kind of arousing, but it's so fucking educational and I learned so much and there's so many courses and they're always adding new courses every week. For instance, I got an email saying this week was fisting for beginners and I watch and I'm like, I didn't fucking know I was interested in this. But educated.com has something for Everyone, man, woman, regardless of your orientation, everything. It is so good. I can't speak highly enough about it. For the listener question we just did, I would totally recommend send him first to The Eating Pussy course, not only did I said it was like a video, we got to see, we got the visual while we're learning. There's this technique library, you've literally got so many different ways, step-by-step instruction. So you're literally getting instructions, whereas I'm describing something, maybe you need to break it down and be informed taught how to do something, and that's exactly what Beducated.com does. Teaches you, informs you, educates you. It's awesome. They're giving our listeners a one-day free access to all of the courses. Run, run, run. Code Jordan at Beducated.com. Also, if you sign up, you will get a discount on the yearly pass, a pretty awesome discount. And you will get the one-day free, all of the courses. Don't forget the code. It's Jordan, J-O-R-D-Y-N at Beducated.com. Okay, let's move on to the next listener question. My wife came home stressed from work. I knew she wasn't feeling awesome, just stress-related. So I wanted her to have a special night, help her unwind. I gave her a back rub and I rubbed her pussy, hoping to get her off but she mentioned that this night should be about her. So I went to bed kind of teased. I had blue balls. Is this reasonable that I should be pissed that she didn't want to help me out return the favor? Or did I make this mess? Okay, well, I do like that there was some sort of acknowledgement of like, did I make this mess? If you really are wanting to make it about someone else I know you're not gonna like the first part of this answer but hold through with me because I'd love to talk to both of you um I would say that if your intentions were to be like sweet and all sweet and loving and it didn't matter, it was about her, then like, then that should be it, right? And yeah, that sucks. Totally fucking sucks. Then just go fucking finish the job in the bathroom because she wasn't willing to do it and that's on her, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that was fucking toxic, but that's what I would have suggested in the moment if you got to phone a friend. B, I can't help but want to know like... Were, was your intention because you wanted something too? Were you really, well, like, were you massaging her because you wanted her to unwind, and then you got horny, so you went to the clit? You know, some women. They say, you know, every time my man gives me a massage, he it goes straight to my fucking pussy. Like it gets there, and some woman like I just want a real fat fucking back rub. And I think the whole point of it is, and I think guys would get so much further and end up getting laid if they really stuck to the intention, like getting aroused, getting a massage. You know, your massage therapist is there to truly, I'm not, what is this? Truly help you unwind and relax and you're just present and in that moment. If she knows, okay, if she knows That you are in five minutes gonna start pulling at her tits and start rubbing her pussy. And if she's like a down to fuck girl and that she loves that shit, then hell yeah, that's a match made in heaven. But if she's not, and I'm not talking shit, I'm just saying like it is what it is, right? You're in this situation and you know who you fucking married, I'm hoping. Then you will do better and it will bode better for you if you're sweet. And you massage her and she knows like, oh, wow, like he's actually paying fucking attention and trying to work a knot out and not thinking my clit is the knot. You know, maybe if you get really present in that massage, she's going to get present in that good fucking feeling. And then it may go where it goes. Say, turn over onto the front. And if she's like, oh, like if she's down then she's down, you know what I mean? But give it a little, be patient, be patient. And maybe that's not how your wife is at all. But again, you said stressed, unwind, bad day. I think, I mean, that's kind of shitty of her, honestly. I think that's a little selfish if she's listening. Probably wouldn't have taken that long. You know, he did get you off. And if you think vice versa, like, what if that was vice versa? Wouldn't you be like, what the fuck? Like, this is lame. And I I get it. You're like, we're married. Sometimes it's going to be fucking lame. So don't take it too personally. But I think you could talk about it and be like, that kind of made me feel shitty. But maybe you're like, no, I that sounds like a bitch. I don't know. But you kind of did make the mess from now on. Any sweet massages, keep the boner in the pants, okay? Or you're making the bed, you're gonna lie. in. Okay, onward to our last question. Not really a question, but kind of a question. It is a question. A listener sent me a TikTok. The guy said that... A woman's enthusiasm or effort in giving head is a direct correlation to the same effort and enthusiasm she's going to have in the relationship. And he said, it's science, bitch. And he said, thoughts on this. Is there any truth here? Now, I personally think that's not true. I think that there are plenty of people who that isn't a girl's favorite fucking thing to do. She's willing to do. Maybe she's not super enthusiastic, but maybe she makes the effort and not in the way that he'd like. Maybe he wants it more. Maybe he watches too many blowjobs on porn and it's just not adding up. But that does not mean... That she does not really fucking care and love about you. And it's almost a silly fucking question, but I will say that it could mean that that shows her enthusiasm and effort in your sex life, possibly, possibly doesn't mean you're hopeless, doesn't mean that can't change, but it might mean that it's not as high on the priority list as it is you that she's not concerned with that you find it hot, that she's enthusiastic and drooling and gagging on your cock. And she's like, no, I'm going to take it easy. That's not my favorite thing to do. Doesn't mean that she is going to be a fun-sucking, boring bitch. Now, maybe it does. (laughs) Maybe it does. But guess what? That is a question for you to find out and you will know, and maybe there needs to be a study, and then someone can go. It is science, bitch. But no, I think there are women, for instance, like I know women that are older than me, that have been married longer than me, that I know that that is not their favorite fucking thing to do, and I know that they are freaky-deaky and have all the toys and do all the things in bed, and I think their husbands are totally satisfied, seem like they have a great marriage. Obviously ups and downs are inevitable in any long term relationship. But I definitely wouldn't say like, oh, they're suffering because she does not love blowjobs. She's not very enthusiastic. She doesn't really give them to him very much. Poor guy. Doesn't get head very often. Yeah, I feel bad for those guys. I do. I do. But that happens. And I don't think that it means like, oh, they're fucked. I don't think that. And I hope he's on a piece of shit and doesn't go get his dick sucked because What is it with men and like wanting their dick sucked? That's, I'm going to get a lot of feedback. (laughs) I asked about the porn. The guy is flooded in with why it's okay that they do it as a novelty. I'm going to get all the blowjob things, aren't I? I don't want them. Just kidding. You know, I'm totally kidding. Tell me all the reasons why it's vitally important that this happens in your marriage. Five sentences long, double spaced. Just kidding. But honestly, like on the real, real, answering that question, I think we just can't judge other couples. What works for some couples would never fucking fly or work for this other couple. And this couple is psychotic to this couple, but that couple thinks they're totally fucking normal and the other people are weirdos. It just, it's all perspective, baby. It's all perspective. (laughs) Okay, we are going to end this episode with a little audio erotica. I am not, I'm going to try to not talk as fast. I'm going to slow down. If I know some people listen to me on double speed or like one and a half, I don't know. Maybe it's the stony way I talk, but I am for the listeners not going to try to fly through it. I did this one a male, female, male erotica audio version written by a lovely Reddit user by the name of Taunst. I'll put the link the Reddit link in the episode notes and I hope you enjoy. This story is called being shared for the first time. Hubby and his best friend literally grew up together, known each other since they were six. They both do some SWAT-type stuff for work and were attending the same class, so hubby's friend Peter drove up a few hours to stay the week with us, since the commute for the course was much more shorter from our house. So these two come home from the first day of their class wearing their green uniforms and they're so dirty, sweaty, and goddamn sexy. Hubby and I had joked before about how Peter wanted to get in my pants, but we laughed it off because he's married and they've been friends for so long. Well, because bad decisions tend to multiply in groups, we start drinking when they get home, even though they have class the next morning very, very early. Well, we're all fairly drunk. Peter has now shucked his pants. This is not unique to my presence, but he does this every time he gets drunk, whatever. And he's just wearing his compression shorts. Holy fuck. The cock on that man was stretching every bit of life out of those compression shorts. And he wasn't even hard. The boys are still joking around and messing with guns, which I made sure were unloaded because we don't want any unnecessary holes in anyone. And Pete and hubby both caught me staring at his bulge, not even a glance. I was full on staring at the absolute forearm in this man's shorts. I was super embarrassed, but extremely turned on, partially because of the alcohol, partially because of this massive cock that I could almost paint a picture of, and partially because these two large manly men in my house are doing man things, and that just makes my pussy soak. So, hubby jokingly says, his eyes are up there, babe, and I was immediately embarrassed, but so, so, so fucking turned on. Apparently it was obvious because my husband said something along the lines of she apparently likes what she sees and I was so busted nothing I could say or do would have hidden the fact that I was staring and extremely horny by the way all I'm wearing is a pair of Spanx and a sports bra because these are my people and it was hot as fuck in this house plus we were drinking so you know. Hubby and his friend laugh about it and joke about me being split in two by the cock-to-pussy ratio in that house. My response was something along the lines of, sounds like a good time to me, and I guess Hubby got a little territorial because he walked over and slapped my ass hard, which only drove me even more crazy. Pete is now pitching an enormous tent to the point where both Hubby and I are wondering, what the hell did they feed that boy? My man was wearing basketball shorts and was also pretty turned on at the idea, although he was definitely jealous that I couldn't keep my eyes off this monster cock across the kitchen for me, but hubby is thwacking his stiff cock on my ass. He and Pete are still making jokes that I'm going to melt into a puddle, and I finally just said, can I see it? Because I truly just had to. I needed to see it in all of its glory. Pete laughs, so does my man, after whispering, slut, which made everyone laugh, and Pete whips out, once again, the biggest monster cog I have ever seen, clean-shaven, and absolutely incredible-looking. All three of us wanted the same thing, although my husband is obviously jealous of the sheer size of this fire hydrant glistening in the kitchen lighting. Both boys are still rock hard, and there's probably close to a foot and a half total of hard cock between the two. I asked Hubby if I could touch it, and he said yes, that's all. And Pete asked if he could grab my ass in return, and the boys agreed. So there I am with my hands wrapped around this huge dick when I feel my husband's hand between my legs rubbing my already soaked pussy. All he had to say was, go ahead. And I was trying the damnedest to get this entire dick in my mouth. Pete is now leaned up against the counter, and all he can say is, fuck. Oh, fuck. Meanwhile, Hubs is aggressively fingering me. I'm choking on a huge cock and I'm just straight in bliss. My shorts and bra go flying. Their shorts hit the floor and I'm sucking on both boys, alternating between the two, obviously favoring Pete more because hooray, new cock. My husband bends me over while I'm still trying my hardest to fit Pete in my mouth and I feel him go balls deep immediately. I was so wet and so turned on. And it happened in an instant. I'm now getting my pussy aggressively pounded while I'm stroking Peter and putting him back in my mouth between breaths. And then I feel myself get spun around and I find my man's dick in my face covered in my juices and I feel Peter's hands on my ass, pulling it apart as the tip slid in my pussy. Now I'm getting the absolute life pounded out of me, hanging on to my man for dear life, and I realize I completely forgot to keep sucking his dick, which he obviously took personally, but sorry. I'm having to put my hand on his hip to stop him halfway because I literally thought I was going to break in half. These boys fucked the absolute soul out of me. I come within about two minutes of hard fucking and... Oh my God, I just wanted more and more and more. You would think I was destroyed, but I just needed to feel every bit of cock I could at the moment. I'm now riding Peter on the couch and Hubbs is fingering my asshole and touching himself. And before I even knew what was happening, I now have Peter stretching my pussy to its absolute limit while Hubby was pushing himself inside my ass. I'm surprised the neighbors didn't call 911 because of the unholy noises I was making and feeling myself pressed between the two of them, getting my literal guts rearranged. I could actually feel myself starting to pass out. Husband came in my ass but told Peter he couldn't come inside of me, and he shot his loads on my tits instead. I'm not kidding. I actually saw my life flash before my eyes, but I had four orgasms back to back. The end. Was that a true story? Anywho, the Reddit link is in the notes, but I just read it to you. So I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. That one was for the girls, the girls who were sick of the female, female, male threesomes, for the girls who've dreamt of two cocks for you. I just made that up on the spot, I promise. Also, for anyone that thinks that reading a erotica story out loud is easy, it's fucking not. And I went in with the intention of trying to slow the fuck down and I can't breathe. I become, excuse me, go into it with the intention I'm going to be chill. And before you know it, I'm basically hyperventilating parts of me. You know, I have to laugh sometimes, get into it, you know, take it up an octave, down an octave it's not as easy as it looks. Okay. It's not as easy as it looks. Freaky fam. I love you so much. Thanks for listening. Give me fucking five stars on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen. If you listen on iTunes, pretty please with the sugar on top, leave a review. It helps me. Oh, so much. Telling a friend, sharing on social media, tell everyone you know in a relationship that you have to listen to this shit or it's all gonna go to hell. Anyways, if you're not subscribed, what the fuck are you doing? That doesn't help me. If you're just listening, make sure you're downloading the episode. I love you. I appreciate you. I will see you next Monday.